What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Menu TV Reviews. I am your host, Mo, and today we will be starting something new, y'all. Oh, it's finally back. Oh, my goodness, y'all. Snowfall is back. We are starting season six, episode one, titled Fallout. Y'all, oh, my gosh. If this episode is just the starter for how the season is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be so crazy i'm so excited to be starting this new show with you guys well it's an old show but it's new here <laughs> so i'm excited to be starting this with you guys hopefully you all are watching along with me um if not and you're just listening i hope you get thoroughly entertained by these reviews because the show is just that amazing I'm just saying. So, uh, it's so much backstory. So, I'm going to try to keep it, like, simple. So, I may just, like, give y'all a little bit of backstory as I run through certain parts of the episode. Um, so, you guys can get familiar if you don't watch the show with me. So, we start this epic last season on the streets of L.A. where we see police patrolling the empty streets as the reign of Ronald Reagan has came through and claimed the war on drugs, y'all. Yes, the streets are empty, okay? And so this guy named Ossie, who happens to look like he might be the mailman for the neighborhood, is walking through when he spots little Tisha sitting on the porch. And so she, he goes up to her and he's like, what are you doing sitting on the porch? Because she just looks so sad, y'all. It's early in the morning. And so he was like, what you, what you doing outside? Like, why are you not in the house? And so Tisha tells him that her daddy never made it home last night. So she was left at home alone all night. And so he was like, oh, hell no. So we cut back and we see officers responding to the massacre that Franklin and his new crew had left behind the previous night at Jerome and Louis spot. So if you are not familiar with the show, just a brief synopsis. So Franklin um, got involved in the drug game. He got introduced to the drug game through his uncle Jerome and his aunt Louie. Well, Jerome's wife's, well, girlfriend at the time, but now she's his wife. So his aunt Louie. And so um, initially, you know, Jerome wasn't in the loop about what Louis was doing for him. Louis ended up, you know, fronting him some weed and he started, you know, moving some stuff. And then she ended up fronting him a brick. It, it was a whole situation, right? Because Franklin was trying to, you know, make something of himself. He was trying to get out the hood, trying to get his mother and him out of a bad situation in the neighborhood. And um, his mom is actually kin to Jerome. So their brother and sister. So his uncle is Sissy's brother. So what ended up happening was, of course, they built this massive empire of drugs. And um, Franklin ended up getting involved with a guy named Teddy who was involved with the CIA. He worked for the CIA. But then he got booted because he was... He was real sketchy. He was doing a whole bunch of sketchy stuff. And so they kicked him off, right? Just, uh, he was a hot mess. And so Teddy and Franklin continued to work together. They continued to build this massive empire. He was the supplier of Franklin's drugs, um, you know, and Franklin would, I mean, they were just living a lucrative life, right? So anyway, long story short, 
stuff got real sticky when Franklin's dad came back into town and it caused a rift between Franklin and Teddy um, because Alton was a part of the Black Panther crew. And so, of course, he started to expose Teddy and he got really pissed at Franklin because Franklin was basically destroying the community with the drugs that he was selling. Y'all know that backstory for the Black Panthers. Um, And so Teddy ended up offing Alton. Um, And so, of course, this caused a rift between Franklin and Teddy. And so we go into the last part of last season where Franklin actually had all of the money that him and Teddy had built together. Teddy stabbed Franklin in the back and stole all that money so he could try to get his credentials back with the CIA. And so as he did that, because him and Franklin weren't on good terms, he still needed somebody to push the drugs So insert Louie and Uncle Jerome. So the backstory with that was when Franklin was shot by um, his one of his love interests from a few seasons ago, he was down for a while. And so Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome took over the reins for him until he got back on his feet. And so ever since he's been trying to... um, He's been trying to get back his dominance over the group, right? But while he was down, Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome actually created a new avenue for them to pursue as far as their drug game goes because they opened up a connection in St. Louis. So once Franklin came back, Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome, more so Aunt Louie, felt like they could do this by themselves. They didn't need to work for Franklin anymore. Um, They had built their own empire, in a sense. (coughs) Excuse me. And so, um, it's just been a power struggle ever since. So, we fast forward to, like I said, the the last part of last season. And Franklin basically was like, yo, I'm done with this. Y'all done backstabbed me. Y'all are working with Teddy. Y'all are working for the ops. We supposed to be family. And so he ended up getting a new crew together and he raided Aunt Louie and Uncle Jerome's stash house. And he stole all, well, majority of all their money, if not all of it. And he took all of their product. So now they're left with nothing and he left, you know, a slew of bodies (laughs) in the wake. Okay, hence Tisha's dad. So this is where we come back to the story for present time. So, Ossie is at the crime scene. He done ran up because he done got, you know, word on the street about what happened last night. So, he found where they were. He ran up, and he was hysterical. Obviously so. Like, he he had a right to be. Um, So, he was hysterical. He was trying to tell the officers that, hey, that's my son. One of those men that's laying dead on the ground is my son. And so they're trying to talk to him and calm him down. And as they're doing that, um, his daughter, not his daughter, but Ozzy's granddaughter, Tisha is actually able to make it through the barrage of officers. And she goes and she finds her bracelet with her name on it on her daddy's arm. And so she can confirm that that is her dad. 
So it's just all tragic, y'all. She was she was crying. He it was a it was a mess. Um, so that's where we are. So Franklin, we go back to Franklin and his girl V. Her 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 whole name is Veronique, but I'm gonna call her V. So Franklin and his girl V are in the car when he tells her that the forensic accountants weren't able to track his money since Teddy stole it from him. And so she's like, okay, so since the feds can't help, what's the new play? And so we're going to put that on pause. Speaking of Teddy, Teddy is anxiously uh, waiting a phone call when his pager goes off. And so he ends up making a call to meet with someone in 30 minutes. So Gustavo, who is Teddy's henchman or partner, um, he's his pusher. He comes back home to his girl and his nephews, and she was like, where have you been? I've been worried sick about you. You've been gone all night. What's happening? So the way that Gustavo's story ended last season was that Gustavo got wrapped up by the the DEA when he was getting ready to flee the country with his girl and his nephews. He had $13 million in the back of his car. And he got hit by the DEA when he was finna get ready to leave the storage unit. So that's that. So that's where he was the night before. So back over to, um, he, he tells his girl that he's not ready to reveal what's going on just yet. So back over to Louie and Jerome. Louie and Jerome are assessing the amount of damage that's been done so far. And they believe that Franklin may have been able to get $3 million. If not more than that. And mind you, he took their product too. So they don't have any product. Of course they know who's behind it. And so Louie was like, look, how you want to handle this? And Jerome was just like, I'm going to talk to the boy. And she was like, boy? Like, she kind of just scoffed at him when he said that. And she was like, nah, uh-uh. He ain't no boy. Like, this some man shit. Like, you on some grown man stuff. You taking my money. You playing with my money and my product? Nah, you ain't a little boy no more. So, apparently, Jerome is going to be caught in the middle of this this feud. Um, he's definitely in a tough spot. So, we're going to see what happened. So back to Franklin. Franklin and V arrived to the new stash house because the other one, um, oh God, I can't. Oh yeah, they they took they took everything. He 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 got uh, robbed. <laughs> so Franklin and V arrived to the new stash house, and he tells her that he robbed Louis Jerome because he needed to stop the bleeding. Remember, all of his money was gone, and he had he does have legit buildings, but he was trying to get one more building that would have like completely taken him out of the game right and so since the money was stolen from him he couldn't make good on that deal so he was like i robbed him because i need to stop the bleeding and so that three million is gonna tie him over until he's able to find teddy and get his money back so now franklin has issue with trying to find a bank that'll actually take the dirty money with no questions asked because you know a lot of banks will be like where did you get this money from like what's your you know what's your um what's your career choice like what is your source of income for all of this money and so he needs somebody that that'll take it with no questions asked and so then he mentions to v 
hey, don't your mama got an ex-boyfriend that used to move product, you know, from the islands to Miami? And so she tells him that she, of course, you know, lived that life before, but that's not who she wants to be now and that he's wrong and he needs to make this right by calling Louis and Jerome and apologizing to them and telling them that he made a mistake. And so Franklin was like, look, either you with me or you not. But that bridge has been set ablaze, baby. Ain't no going back. I done already crossed it. I burned it. It's done. And so he just wants to make sure that she's on board. But of course, V is not sure what she wants to do just yet. But she, I mean, she, she got choices, but she in a tight spot because Veronique is pregnant. She's pregnant with Franklin's baby. And so she don't know what she's going to do just yet. So Franklin meets with one of the homies to get an update on Peaches because he believes that Peaches was the one that also took some extra money that he had stashed away aside from what Teddy had going on. But the homie was just like, look, it really ain't no update to give you. Like Peaches, there's no record that he fled the country, Um, you know, so maybe he's still stateside. And so Franklin ends up putting a price tag of a quarter million dollars on Peach's head. And he also like tags on like a finder's feed um, just in case there's some money that's still left over once they find Peach's. So, whew. Y'all think they're going to ever find Peach's? I don't know. He's been gone for a minute. And a lot of people were saying that maybe he, you know, caught AIDS and... Um, or he got diagnosed with HIV and then it progressed to AIDS and then he died off. Or I don't know. He's somewhere. But we remember that he was seen at drug spot uh, not too long before he up and disappeared. So maybe that's got something to do with it too. So he then brings up that he wants to reconfirm where Teddy's people stay. And the dude started getting real fidgety because he was like, look, I understand that your money is gone, but the last time we went down this road, it didn't end well for your dad, Alton. Because remember, once Alton got too close to Teddy, anybody that gets too close to revealing who Teddy is, Teddy, like, debts them. (laughs) Alton, the reporter, like, Teddy don't be playing. So... Franklin was like, I ain't faced by that. I'm not necessarily worried. I just need to figure out where he is. Is you going to give me the information or not? <laughs> so I guess the homie is going to get him the information. So he meets with his lady hitters, Diamond and Dallas, to head to PJ's. So Teddy meets with um, Lior or Lior. Lior. I'm going to say it's Lior because it looks like Dior, but with an L. So Teddy meets with Lior as he walks up to the house. Um, he is flooded with the flashbacks of the night that Parissa, his lady love, and, um, you know, his his right hand, because she, she knows what Teddy does. So she's all in at this point. But he's flooded with all these flashbacks the night that Parissa was snatched, right? She got kidnapped while he was inside trying to get some information. And so they're meeting because Teddy wants to find out who's responsible for the hit on Avi so he can handle it. So Avi, if you don't watch the show, was the connect for Franklin initially. But he also, not only does he sell drugs, 
but he also moves guns and uh, arms and all this stuff like that. Like, he's an arms distributor. So, he's trying to fight, figure out who's responsible for Avi's death so he can try to handle it. But Lior is pissed because not only did he lose his connecting Avi, because they had some business dealings going on too, but he also lost half of his hearing in the process and so he was like, look, I ain't got nothing else to do with you. Ivy is dead. I don't even know why you showed your face here. You are dismissed. And so Teddy pleased with him because whoever hurt Ivy, who we know, the audience knows that Ivy was killed by Ruben, who was a part of the KGB. But we'll get off into that. So whoever hurt Ivy still has Parissa. And so he was like, you know what? I, I'm going to help you out. Come, come a little closer. Come just a little bit closer. And so once Teddy get close enough, he tell Teddy that he could give two Fs about Parissa and her well-being. And he dismisses Teddy. Now listen, I'm not for the bad man, but Teddy is a bad man. Like, I don't care what happened to Teddy at this point. He is bad. So Gustavo and his lady, um, Zamara, that, that looks like how it's pronounced. Zamara are talking. That's a pretty name. Um, while the his nephews are bowling, he doesn't took them bowling. And so he tells her the situation has changed. So now they're not able to actually leave the country, but he still can't talk about it just yet. Like the less she knows, the better. I'm, I'm assuming that's how he's feeling. And so she doesn't know how to handle that because now they have to tiptoe around their house to speak because the whole house is bugged the house is bugged by the feds they're trying to catch them up in something not him per se but whoever else he's dealing with teddy okay and so um he lets her know that teddy wasn't the one who bugged the house but that's all he can say and so it seems like gustavo is flipped so hopefully, like I said, they can end up nabbing Teddy and nothing happens to Gustavo because that's the homie. So back over to Louis. Louis informs Jerome that not only was Franklin able to make off with $3.4 of their dollars, but that Mac and Terry, who are from the St. Louis Connection, are also headed their way to pick up their product. So now they're triple screwed because they have neither product nor cash to buy any extra product. And after what happened to Franklin, once Teddy stole all that money, and they knew that this was going to happen, they didn't warn Franklin. Well, yeah, anyway. So once they found out what happened with Franklin, they actually froze their offshore accounts. So now they can't pull money from those accounts like right away. It's going to take a few days for them to get that type of cash flow from there. Um, because their accounts were frozen. And so Jerome ends up making a call to Franklin, but of course Franklin didn't pick up. <laughs> the tides have turned, y'all. So Sissy ends up meeting with Ruben. Okay, so let me go down this rabbit hole real quick. So y'all remember I told y'all that Teddy did it out and who was Franklin's dad. Okay. Alton's dad was a part of the Black Panthers, but then he got strung out on drugs and whatever else. He he got strung out on something. And so he ended up coming back home. 
and him and Sissy fell in love again. They rekindled their romance, right? And so they ended up leaving the country to keep Alton safe. But what ended up happening was Teddy still was able to track them down and kill Alton. So now Sissy is on this, she's on a revenge path for Teddy. And she don't care she don't care what happens in the midst, but she wants to take Teddy down with a vengeance. So she ended up meeting with this guy named Reuben, who was a part of the KGB, to try to get Teddy knocked off and get the government taken down. And so she's meeting with Reuben today, and he confirms to her that he was the one who took out Avi because she was like, Franklin heard about what happened to Avi. Was that you? And he was like, look, I knocked him off because I just wanted to let you know Basically, I'm flexing my muscles. If I can get to Ivy, I can definitely get to Teddy. Teddy's nothing. And so he tells her that if they want to get to Teddy, though, they've they've got to move real quick because, you know, we don't want Teddy to slip away. He, he you know, he's getting real close to, to being a flight risk at this point. We don't want him to go off the radar. So we got to we got to make a move real quick. And so he was like, I need to meet with Franklin, like, right away. And so he proposes that they meet up at 10 a.m. the next day at the museum. So Teddy doesn't, you know, slip the grip. Lord, what is Sissy going to do? Because she did tell Franklin that um, she knew some people that were part of the KGB. But I don't think he knows to what extent she's she's gone off the deep end just yet. <laughs> So Franklin rose up on D, who happens to be Leon's right-hand man, who took over Leon's spot once Leon stepped down and moved to Africa. And so, shout out to Leon and Wanda. They saw it for what it was. I'm proud of them. They was able to get out. And so, he tells D that he wants him to be one of his distros on the streets. But it may be too late because D claims that he already got the hookup. Shout out to Percy Miller. And the hookup happens to be Uncle Jerome. So Franklin tells him that he can offer the same product for a little less than what his uncle is charging. And so Dee warns him that he ain't trying to get him in the middle of their little family beef, okay? I ain't trying to play middleman to what y'all got going on. But he just replies, look, I'm not going to put you in the middle of that. This is nothing personal. It's just business so next time you see jerome let him know if you decide to take this deal that you found a better deal that's it it's just business it's nothing personal so back over to gustavo gustavo and teddy are back at the warehouse where gustavo gives the excuse that he was at the hospital all night with his nephew because teddy was like i was trying to get in touch with you all night last night where were you and so gustavo um no mm mm-mm he was waiting on Gustavo to come back to the warehouse. But um, Gustavo was like, no, I'm at, I've am i been at the hospital all night with my nephew. Um, and so Teddy was like, what hospital did you go to? And so Gustavo ended up telling him, right? And so <laughs> Teddy ends up filling uh, Gustavo in on Parisa's kidnapping. And he also tells him that he has no idea who took her. But whoever is responsible for her kidnapping, they're very well trained. And so with Gustavo telling him, you know, what hospital they went to, I'm pretty sure Teddy's going to end up 
you know, looking into that, fact checking it to make sure that it's accurate that Gustavo ain't lying to him. <laughs> so Franklin meets with one of Kane's men to relay the message that Leon is out of the game for good. So now Franklin is going to be the supplier for his product. Um, and so he tells, he gives Kane's henchmen the advice that if Kane really wants to exact revenge on Louis and Jerome, then he needs to hurt them where it hurts. And that's by taking them off their feet with the business. Okay. So if you're going, if you're going to hit them up, you need to hit, hit them in the business part of it. And so he also tells them, you know, when you're ready to make that move, just give me a call. And I'll give you all the, the tips and tricks that you need to know. <laughs> so Kane is actually, um, oh God, Louie put the hit out on Kane. Kane was locked up for a long time because of something that happened with, uh, I believe, Louie, not Louie, Franklin and Leon. And so he got out. And they reconciled and they started, you know, I guess shooting the shit together and they were going to work together as far as selling drugs. And so Louie ended up getting Buckley to try to take out Kane, but he didn't kill him. And Buckley used to work for the LAPD. Okay. So she tried to set a, set a, a hit up on Kane. But it was botched, and Kane ended up surviving, but he's paralyzed. So, yeah. So, anyway, he was like, look, if, if you really want to hit him where it hurts, call me, let me know, and I'll help you out. So, Louis ends up meeting with Teddy to get more product. Um, But before he gives her said product, he wants to know what's really going on behind the scenes. Because if not, this is going to be the last time that they do business together. Y'all, Teddy just be doing too much. He be wanting to know way too much. Like, why? You got your money. You can leave whenever you want. Just give me the product and go. (laughs) So she ends up telling him what happened with Franklin, and he gets real quiet because she mentions that Franklin only robbed them because somebody took all of his money. And we know that Teddy is responsible for that part. But... She was like, look, I need these drugs, but all of my money is tied up right now. Can you float me some on good credit? And so Teddy ends up doing just that. And he was like, so what's going to happen between, you know, y'all and Franklin? And she was like, I don't know. But whatever it is, we're not going to be sharing Christmas dinner together. So that's that. So back over to Franklin. Franklin and V are arguing about him dragging her back into the game. And he's trying to get her to see that all this is going to end up determining the rest of their lives for not only them before they're unborn. Because remember, she's pregnant. And he just wants her to see it through with him. So if they can pull this off, you know, then maybe this can start up something and they can go legit and then get off the grid and, you know, just figure all this out. But he needs her to be with him. So we'll see. So Jerome ends up getting in touch with D. And they actually talk about the deal that's on the table with Franklin, possibly, between Franklin and D. 
And D lets him know about the deal that's supposed to be happening later on that night with Diamond and Dallas. So Diamond and Dallas are supposed to be meeting up with D later on to give them 10 kilos. Okay. So I don't know what's going to happen, y'all. Somebody is going to get touched. I just got that feeling. I, I I don't got a good feeling about it. So Teddy meets with his connect at the CIA and informs him about Parissa getting snatched and tells him that the whole operation is basically a bust at this point because they need a new gun connections, obvious blowing in the wind now. And so Teddy asks him about, you know, him getting his credentials back anytime soon with the CIA. And the guy tells him basically more progress needs to be made before that can happen. So they need to make sure, you know, that all of this money that Teddy done stole comes through and benefits them to a certain extent. And then maybe we can talk about you getting your credentials back with the CIA. Okay. Okay. Y'all, Teddy is getting played. I think Teddy's going to end up getting played and they're going to put him out to be the scapegoat. Either that or he's going to end up getting killed. But we're going to see. So before Gustavo leaves, because Gustavo comes into wherever they are at this point, they're in some office. So Gustavo comes in, Teddy apologizes to him about his nephew, um, Sarah, and asks him, or Sajra, I think my, my phone messed that up, and asks him what hospital they went to. Sorry, y'all, I had skipped ahead earlier. So he asks Gustavo what hospital they went to. And he tells him, and I, like I said, I think Teddy's going to end up doing some, you know, digging to verify his story, to fact check his story. Because <laughs> Teddy is just that type of dude. So back over to V. V pulls up to board the jet with the dirty money to deposit it in Miami. And frankly, Harley even recognizes her. And so, because she got on this like little tight dress, right? It's like a business dress, but it's tight, right? She got this wig on. And so he was like, V? And she was like, yeah. Like she, her whole persona that changed at this point. And so they end up kissing. He tells her that he loves her. And she was like, yeah, I bet you you do. And she goes to board the plane. And y'all, the look that he has on his face as she walks off is full of uncertainty. Like, I don't know how the hell this going in. That's the look that he got on his face. So, I don't know. Louie is meeting with her inside man, Buckley, um, because Buckley used to work for the LAPD. He had a thing for Louie, okay? And then Louie ended up uh, telling him to come work for her once he lost his job at the LAPD. She got real sticky. He got caught up in something that he wasn't supposed to be doing. Um, He was snorting coke a lot. Like, by the anthill, right? <laughs> and so she ended up asking him to come work for her since he was out of employment. So he's her inside man. So she's meeting with Buckley, or they're meeting with Buckley because Jerome is there too. And he basically tells her that they're screwed both ways. And so they tell him to just make sure that if all of spells keep his connects on the force clothes and to stay off the powder. Okay. You work much better when you not when you're not on drugs. <laughs> you're so much more productive. And so Jerome finally hears back from Franklin. 
And so Jerome was like, hey, nephew, we need to meet up because what what's going on now? This is real foul. And Franklin really don't see the point of meeting up. After all, Louis is the one that went behind his back and stole Teddy from him. Stole the plug right from up under him. And so Jerome was like, look, either we meet because you don't want this smoke. And Franklin was like, no, I want all that smoke. And he hung up on Jerome. <laughs> he hung up on his ass. <laughs> and so Louis is just like sitting there dumbfounded, right? She was like, oh my God, like the audacity the audacity of this little dude like i'm the one that brought him into this how dare he act like this towards me and his uncle so y'all louis goes in her spade hand and she pull out that big joker she pull it out baby she slapped that big joker on the table when she tells jerome that franklin pulled a gun on her and he also threatened to kill her. And hell, he could have possibly did it. He might have actually pulled the trigger if it had not been for Buckley being there. So Jerome is pissed. She was like, look, I know you said that you didn't want to go to war with family. But let me tell you what happened. So now Jerome is definitely... <sighs> Y'all, he is in such a tight spot. And she was like, I just want you to know who you're dealing with at this point. It is a lot going on. I'm nervous because somebody ain't going to make it. It's a few people that might not make it at this point. So Franklin meets with the girls to move the packs. But y'all, they got extra passengers in their car. They got their kids in the car. These cute little babies, they so innocent. They so sweet. I love it. And so one of the kids was like, are you the guy that my mommy's always complaining about? <laughs> and so Franklin was like, yeah, I probably am. <laughs> and so Franklin was like, y'all not going to take them to the drop with y'all, are you? And so Dallas said something. She was like, nah, we going to give them an etch and sketch or something like that and leave them in the back seat. So y'all, I hope that they're not serious. I don't know if she was being sarcastic or if she was being for real because they're always talking about they don't never have, you know, extended, you know, babysitter, babysitters or whatever. And so I hope they're not taking them to this drop because it's, it's going to be bad if they do. I'm so nervous. <laughs> so Teddy ends up getting a call and rushes to some type of lockup. I don't know if it's ice. Like, I don't know what it is. But anyway, he ends up finding Parisa and she was like, what took you so long? And so he finds her safe and sound, so she's good. Whew. Teddy is very relieved at this point. He he got his lady love back. Now he can think more clearly and figure out what his next move is going to be. So Gustavo ends up going to Tony's, Tony's spot. So Tony is the one that's running point on the DEA bust over Gustavo. So Gustavo ends up meeting up with Tony and the rest of his DEA crew. And he tells him, hey, look, I just want you to know that I need you to come up with the paperwork because I told Teddy that I was missing because I was at the hospital with my nephew. I need you to make the paperwork look legit. And so Tony was like, you know, um, 
normally <laughs> we don't never have people step out of line like this because if they want to live, you know, they usually follow directions very well. So that's what I'm going to need you to do if you want to make it out of this whole situation alive. Okay. But my my boss over me wants to, to, to make sure that all of this is not for naught, you know. So we need to see some progress. So is there any type of way that you can show me the tunnel where y'all are smuggling drugs? Possibly tomorrow, if that's okay. And so Gustavo was like, yeah, no, that should be fine. Make sure you get that paperwork done. Because Teddy will be checking. I know my dude. He gonna be checking. And so Tony was like, all right, we're gonna make it work. So that's that. So Sissy meets with Franklin and she's telling him about the meeting with Ruben tomorrow. And he's still kind of hesitant about, you know, getting in bed with the KGB and committing treason and all this stuff because eventually what this is probably going to result in is Franklin having to move out of the country. And so Sissy basically lays it out on the table about the emotional roller coaster that she went on after Alton was deaded by Teddy. You know, once Alton went missing, she she figured that she would never see him again. But she was screwed because she was in a foreign country. She didn't speak the language. It took her forever to get back. Like, it was just a whole bad situation. And so, she was all types of scared and constantly on edge. And then one morning, she woke up and she realized that the reason that Teddy kept her alive was because Teddy never saw her as a threat. He never was threatened by Sissy's presence only Alton and so now that Teddy has taken the love of her life away from her just like that at the the snap of a finger she wants to make him pay and she wants him to pay because she she feels like he definitely underestimated her and so she was like f Teddy f the CIA F the government that supported his ass. I want to make him pay. And I want him to know that I'm the ninja that was responsible for offing him when he gets dead. So that's that. And so she was like, look, either either you with me, Franklin, or you not. You know. And so Franklin was like, okay, cool. Tell tell Ruben we gonna meet tomorrow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They they came into this kind of together. Not necessarily on the same page, but that's how they're ending up. So hopefully everything goes well and they can get out of this together in one piece. So it's time for the meetup, y'all. Dallas, Diamond, and D. They go ahead and they swap product for cash. And surprisingly, it goes off without a hitch. Hell, D even made some jokes about jumping jumping on Dallas and climbing up the tree. <laughs> or diamond. <laughs> and so she was like, boy, you could never. Okay. <laughs> and so the girls are in the car after, you know, the, the meetup went down. And they're talking about who they might think may actually be packing. And y'all, they think Franklin might be packing, okay? 
And Diamond was like, shoot, you sure? Because, honey, he got a girlfriend. She's pregnant. You know, this and third. And Dallas was like, I don't know. He, he be wearing them tight pants. I'm just saying. <laughs> I seen the print. <sighs> so they're laughing, you know, having a good time, just talking. And then suddenly they get pulled over by the cops. Now, they got pulled over for no reason. No busted light, you know, no switching lanes without a blinker, no none of that. They just got pulled over out the blue. So, once the cops come, they're like, put your hands up, you know. Let us open up the trunk. And so, of course, here comes Buckley. And like I said, they're demanding that the girls open up the trunk because they were like, look, if they pull us over and they ask to search, we don't have no drugs in here. All we got is this money. They really don't have a reason to search the car. So let them search. You know, we'll just call Franklin and tell Franklin to get us an attorney. So they pop the trunk. Of course, they take the money. And as they're taking the money, y'all, Jerome comes out of nowhere. And he's asking them, where is Franklin with my money? Where did he stash my money? And so the girls are telling him, I don't know. I don't know where it is. I, I swear to you, we don't know. And so he ends up getting Diamond on the ground. Okay, he's straddling her. Well, no, take that back. Before that happens, they're telling him that that they don't know where this money is. And so he was like, okay, you sure? This is your last chance. And so they was like, we swear to you, we don't know where it is. So he ends up punching Diamond, right? Diamond ends up on the ground. He's straddling her, and then he starts beating her. I don't know if he's pistol whipping her. I feel like he might have been pistol whipping her because he was hitting her with something. And so Dallas is like, please, you know, pleading for Drum to stop hitting her because clearly he's going to beat the life out of her, literally, if he doesn't stop. And so she's still yelling that she doesn't know franklin never took them to the new stash spot because he doesn't trust anybody which i can understand so they don't know and so for whatever reason jerome decides that he finally does believe what dallas is saying and he lets up off a diamond after he done hit her like four good times with whatever he had in his hand i don't know if it was a flashlight or a pistol or what but he done hit her four good times right in the face like in the skull so something is fractured somewhere off in there and so as he gets up He's telling Diamond that he better relay the mess that she better relay the message to Franklin that he's not gonna stop until he gets all of his money back. And he walks off. And of course, Dallas is there to try to get help for her friend as she lays leaking all over the street and unresponsive at that. So we don't know if Diamond is gonna make it out, y'all. I hope she does, because she got a kid. Uh, and I hope the kids wasn't in the damn car. I'm just saying. But that's the end of the episode, y'all. Like I said, this episode was so good. Oh, my God. The writers for this show, I hate that this show is coming to an end, but they can't they can't do this show forever. But it's so good, y'all. If y'all don't watch it, it's not that hard to kind of get off into with the backstories. I'll try to fill you in as much as I can. But y'all got to watch it with me. It's so good. Um... But that's all for this episode. You can reach me at Menu TV Reviews on Facebook and on Instagram. You can also reach me at My TV Reviews Podcast without the S on the end at gmail.com. I love y'all. 
Thank y'all for supporting me. Thank y'all for rocking with me as we venture down this new show. I really do appreciate all of the support. Please, um, if you haven't already, review your girl or rate your girl. You don't even have to write a review. Just star me up, okay? And spread the word about it so our family can grow. That's it. (laughs) That's all I got. I love y'all. So until we meet over the airwaves again, I am Mo, and I will talk to you guys soon. Bye.